Well, good morning. Uh, today we're only going to look at one verse of Scripture, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. But what an important and valuable verse this is, filled with, with information that we need to know. Let me read the verse to you. But And do not get drunk with wine. Remember, he's talking now about this walk of wisdom. And uh, he says, do not get drunk with wine, that it, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. He's going to talk about what the walk of wisdom looks like. And uh, the, one of the things he wants to talk about then is the fact that we're going to be filled with the Spirit. So we need to talk about what that looks like. First of all, I want to back up and, and just remind you of what the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Uh, the Holy Spirit is very active in the life of the believer. And uh, I wanted to make sure I have uh, these ministries down, so I brought my notebook just to make sure I do. But at the, at the moment of conversion, there are four ministries that the Holy Spirit uh, imparts into the life of the believer at the moment of conversion. These are not things you work for. These are not things you pray for. These are not things you grow into. These are things that are given to you at the very moment that you're saved. So there, there's at least four. And first of all, he dwells us. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 says we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit lives within the believer. Secondly, he baptizes us. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 13 he says there in that particular passage that all believers, all Christians are baptized into Christ. And so, the, again, the baptism of the Holy Spirit in Scripture is not, uh, is not something that comes later in the Christian life. It's not something that we have to uh, do something to get. It's something that is automatic with conversion. We are placed into Christ by the Holy Spirit. And then he regenerates us. Titus chapter 3, verse 5 the Holy Spirit gives us new life. He makes us new creatures. Uh, he, he, we're born again, as, as John 3 is uh, speaking of the same idea. So the Holy Spirit does that. He gives us new lives. He, he, he makes us new people in Christ, new creations in Christ. That's regeneration. And then finally, he seals us. That, that's been mentioned twice in the book of Ephesians already, chapter 1 and chapter 4. The sealing ministry of the Holy Spirit is basically God's pledge and guarantee that uh, He will keep us in Himself, that nothing that can come along in this life could ever rob us of our salvation, uh, not, the, not the devil, not the circumstances of the world, not the trials and temptations, not even ourselves. Uh, not even we can pluck ourselves out of the hands of God because the Holy Spirit has been given to us as God's promise uh, until the day of redemption, it says in chapter 4, uh, that we will always be with him if we are his. That's a wonderful truth because uh, as Christians, we know that we fail often and it would be very easy if left up to us for us to, to lose it all and to even lose our salvation. But the Holy Spirit does not allow that. So there are there's four ministries that the Holy Spirit does in our life at the moment of conversion, but this is not one of them. Uh, he tells us now to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's a command, uh, something that we have to do. Uh, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I think in Galatians chapter 5, uh, it talks there about walking in the Spirit or by the Spirit. I think that's the same idea. We're walking in lockstep with the Holy Spirit. Through His power, He enables us to live the Christian life and produces in us the fruit of the Spirit. And so that's what it means to be filled. But it's a little interesting uh, illustration He gives here. He says, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation. The, the idea is that a person who's drunk is under the influence of alcohol. Uh, they may still be making decisions. They're responsible for those decisions, 
But those decisions and those actions are very much skewed by the presence of alcohol in their system. And so as alcohol influences and powerfully changes our decision-making abilities and our actions so that it even leads to dissipation, which uh, one translation says reckless actions. So we just do stupid things, reckless things. That's what a drunkard person does. But he says instead of being under that influence of alcohol so that you live in this reckless uh, debauchery type of life, he says be filled with the Spirit. Uh, let the Holy Spirit be the, the influence in your life, the one that sets our direction, the one that uh, determines our life. As we walk with him, then we, and this is an act of obedience, as we walk with him in this way, his influence and his power in our lives is unleashed in such a way that we can live in a way that God wants us to live. And so he commands us as Christians to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so tomorrow, we're going to look at what that looks like. What does it mean to be filled with the Spirit? What would it look like if you were filled with the Spirit? We'll look at three characteristics of that tomorrow. You have a wonderful day in the Lord, and we'll see you tomorrow.